Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome in. What a comeback win for Team USA. Impressive stuff as the red, white, and blue were able to mount a big comeback against Germany. Thanks. Oh, yes, a lot of it was Anthony Edwards, but Austin Reeves had a heck of a performance as well. Plenty for us to talk about. Great way to kick off your Sunday. Talking a little Team USA basketball. Joining me is Sean Davis. Sean, welcome in. How you doing? Good. Always good to see uh, Austin Reeves play spectacular. And Team USA got a big comeback win. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really impressive stuff the way that we were able to battle back. Final score was 99 to 91. Now, of course, a lot of the national discussion, and rightfully so, is going to be on Anthony Edwards. 34 points, six boards, two assists, 11 for 21 shooting, four of eight from deep, eight of eight at the free throw line, had the incredible double clutch turnaround jumper along the baseline. He looked excellent. And we'll talk about him in a bit as well. But of course, Lakers Nation, we look at things through purple and gold lenses here. Austin Reeves, 16 points. Woo, 16 for Austin Reeves in this game in just 18 minutes. Five for nine shooting, two of two from three. Had an assist, a steal as well. And I think this is this was telling, Sean, that with the game on the line, when Team USA needed to really mount a comeback, it was Austin Reeves that was in the closing lineup, even though he's not a starter. What did you think of that decision by uh, by Steve Kerr? It was the right one, and I, I still think there's a bunch of things we kind of disagreed with. But, I mean, we saw just how much cleaner Team USA played when that second unit was on the floor, when you had Hallie and you had Austin Reeves on the floor together, and then you pair them with Anthony Edwards. That made a bunch of sense um, because that first group, you had too many like self shot creators and isolation guys. Cause the starting lineup was what Brunson Ant, Brandon Ingram, Mikel and triple J. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Anthony Edwards is a isolation self creator as of right now, Brandon Ingram, same thing. Brunson kind of the same thing. Mikel is probably the most versatile dude out of those four, but he's not a, a creator for others truly. And it's good to have those type of guys, but when you put a Halliburton who can be the table setter and, you know, open everything else up for everybody else, but still go get a bucket and same with Austin. And then you pair those two guys with Anthony Edwards. It's no coincidence, in my opinion, that that's when Team USA really went on that run is because of Austin and Tyrese. Yeah, that's um, and as this the super chat from Federico comes in, it says AR and Tyrese will end up playing together. Wouldn't shock man. They they play very well together with Team USA, and like you said, the the entire flow of the offense changes when those two are on the floor together compared to that starting group, which is full of talented players. But you're right, there's no creators there. There's nobody in that starting lineup that create. And we've been talking about this the entire. This has been the starting lineup the whole time, and we've been saying this 
the entire time that the problem is there's no creators. There's no guys who are going to keep that ball moving. And so the starting five, while they are incredibly talented and against most teams, that's probably enough. The problem is they're very reliant upon getting stops and getting in a transition or just being bigger, faster, stronger, better than the guy defending them on the other end and just beating them one-on-one. If you need to play team-oriented basketball, which you needed to do here against Germany, you need an Austin Reeves on the floor. You need a Halliburton on the floor, somebody who's going to read the floor and and pass the ball and get that ball moving in the into the right spots. Um, it's a concern that I've got heading into the FIBA World Cup that the starting group is so stagnant offensively Although maybe that just means more minutes for our guy, Austin Reeves, because that seemed to click for Steve Kerr in the second half. And he realized that he can't have that starting group on the floor if he wants to win against a team like Germany. Yeah, you, you got to put one of Austin Reeves or Tyrese Halliburton in the starting five. Like that is easily the next progression. And and I know you said some things about how Jalen Brunson is kind of the leader or whatever. So I've got some yeah. kind of like locker room politics there, but truthfully if it's about winning i i really do believe Jalen Brunson is just better for this team as a six man so mm-hmm. put halliburton in it there put reeves to a lesser degree in there lesser degree compared to halliburton in terms of just the playmaking ability because that's really what that starting lineup needs they just need a true playmaker in your set so put reeves put halliburton in there and you're good to go because it's again it's no coincidence why that second unit looks so darn good yeah, I mean, this is it's it's a completely different vibe and different feel from the the starting unit, and that ball it gets moving. And I agree with you. Look, I, I think that Jalen Brunson may be a leader on the team, and I think and he's been red hot shooting the ball in recent games. But just in terms of skill set, Jalen Brunson is an ISO scorer, right? He's a guy who's gonna his default setting when push comes to shove, it's gonna be put the ball in the basket. Same thing with Edwards. Same thing with Ingram. Same thing to a, maybe a lesser degree with Mikhail Bridges, who's a little bit more of like a perimeter three and D type guy, but or at least on this team he is. You put Halliburton say in that starting lineup. Is Halliburton better than Jalen Brunson? We can argue, right? I like Halliburton a lot. I'm a big fan of his. But I don't think it's a coincidence that when the dust settled, Halliburton played 21 minutes, Brunson played 15, and the U.S. is able to surge ahead and get the win at the end because you get that ball movement in there. And again, Austin was a big part of that as well. I think a bench a bench guard rotation of Austin and Brunson and then a starting rotation with Halliburton and your other four starters, it just makes more sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, people ask him where you can find the box score for this game. It's on Team USA Basketball's uh, site. I'll drop it here in the, in the hmm. chat pan. Um, so you guys can take a look at it and you can see the the box score. I'll also do a little screen share here and project it up on the screen so everybody can see um, what the final box score was. Those of you who are listening over on the podcast side, over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, first of all, welcome in from, from the podcast side of things. But if you can't see the box score, uh, you can certainly go find it on Team USA's uh, website. I'll zoom in so we can actually see here uh, the stats. It's not the best. It's not like ESPN when they do NBA games. The box score is very updated, right? It's very up-to-date that... You know, minute by minute, it's, it's up to date. And uh, it's not quite the same with the, these FIBA games. But nonetheless, it still gives us at least a, a basic idea of what happened uh, in this game. So uh, this is, you, we talk about Austin a lot. And obviously, he's the, you know, the Laker that's playing right now. But we talk about Austin a lot. 
And I thought that in this game, we saw how much, like I'm loving the nickname of the connector for Austin Reeves. Yeah. And we saw that in this game. We saw like when, when it came time to win, when it was, well, when it was winning time, which has been great over on HBO, by the way, uh, Austin's in the, and, and Steve Kerr credit to him for recognizing that, that he needed to switch things up. Austin was getting minutes over Brandon Ingram, right? He's getting minutes over these guys because that's what, what you needed in terms of the right chemistry on the floor. Um, yeah, I mean, Paul only played 12 minutes. Those 12 minutes really dragged. It felt then they really were like, yeah, the, those were bad. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Austin was great. Cam Johnson. It feels like all these guys got more minutes than they did. Cam Johnson only with four minutes. That feels yeah low. But again, again, same thing. Those four minutes really dragged where he made some very loud mistakes, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was a super fun win. Uh, somebody asked a question. Sean, are there any set plays that you noticed during the game? There was the play, I think it was tied up 86-86 where Austin hits the mid-range. No, he doesn't hit it. He misses the mid-range where we're both like, ooh, that definitely we thought we was going to drop. You know what I'm talking about in the fourth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a set play off the top of my head. They run some stuff. It's not the best, but a lot of it is just kind of stacking it and then just regular drive and kick stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, Team USA, you're not going to expect them to have a lot of intricate plays or anything like that, but I did like what they ran to get Austin that look um, in the middle. And I was shocked that he missed that shot, uh, but it was a great look for him. You'd see the points. I know that I can't get the names and the points on the screen, at least legibly at the same time, because again, the team USA box score, it's kind of wonky, but this 16 points times two, you had 16 and 16 off the bench. That's Austin Reeves and Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. No other, no one else, Brandon Ingram, Mikhail Bridges, nobody else, save for, of course, Anthony Edwards was in double figures. Think about that. Think about the, the scores on this team. Bridges, Ingram, Brunson. I mean, it goes on and on. Some of the best scoring players in the NBA. And it's Austin Reeves and Tyrese Halliburton who both put up 16 points to tie for second to the big, big game from Anthony Edwards. That's really impressive. That's really impressive for both of those players. And they both have been probably the more aesthetically pleasing players to watch too in the in this team. Yeah. Aside from, say, Anthony Edwards. Especially when that that first unit, let's be honest, it can look, it can be a little bit rough. That is future Laker Tyrese Halliburton, Trevor. I like it. We have to wait for a while, but. I like it. Uh, Adam said, T-Dog, what up? What up, Adam? Shawnee Fresh. I haven't heard that one before. Shawnee Shawnee Fresh. Fresh. What's good? Austin Reeves, next contract is going to be expensive. LOL. He just signed this contract. I was about to say, thankfully, we don't have to worry about that for a little while. <laughs> we've, got, we've got three years before we have to worry about his next contract. But yes, three years, and then he has a player option. I, yeah, I would imagine that if he continues on this trajectory, that contract's going to get expensive, sure. But three years down the road, man, so much can change in the NBA by then. So much. So yeah. much can change. So much can change. Close. So, yeah, I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, too much. All right. So obviously 
it's great that we've got basketball in August, that we're getting to, to see these games, that we're getting to do this. And of course, the FIBA World Cup starts up uh, next week, uh, next weekend, FIBA World Cup. These, this was still an exhibition game against Germany. Um, it's a, it's a tune-up for the World Cup. But we also got to see our guy, Dennis Schroeder, our old friend out there. In addition to Mo Wagner, former Laker, Isaac Bonga, former Laker. I yeah. actually thought Germany was pretty good. You know, look at this game. Look at the Spain game. I can say Team USA is not going to just run away with this. Like, yeah. they're going to have to make smart. It's not just, we're not at the point anymore where, especially with this group, where the Americans can just roll the ball out on the floor and they're going to dominate. They're going to have to make smart choices. And again, I thought Kerr made a smart choice with his rotation to end the game. But this is going to be something to watch moving forward. Like, who plays and how much they play? This is going to matter in the overall success or failure of, of this team. Do you think the biggest problem and why T Team USA can't really just roll the ball out there and dominate like they once were able to is because, A, a lot of the better American players are older for the most part, and then, B, like the young stars for the most part that like we built a top 20, a lot of them are not American, like Giannis, mm -hmm. Jokic, and Bede is an American. Last time, like, unless I'm missing something. Um SGA uh, plays for USA, but let me, but yes, you're right. SGA yeah, is Canadian. Jamal Murray yeah. is Canadian. Yeah. Right. The point is that there's not like, who is the next great American NBA player? Like the only young dude that we're kind of missing out on is Tatum. That's the Tatum? best young semi young, at least American player. Mm -hmm. He's, he's the one that's missing. And then after Tatum, you got to go, what Devin Booker. I mean, it's him or, or now. I mean, Anthony Edwards is making his case here. And yeah, Jaw, like Trey, ja. like like those are you're missing. So I don't know. It, it I think that's a, a problem. But you know, they got the win, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll take the win. You know, I I do agree. I think that you mentioned Paulo Bancaro. He's you know he's three of three from the field, but he's also been been rough for yeah. Team USA. And I, I was really disappointed after the, the success we saw last game that Walker Kessler didn't get any run. Yeah. Team USA looked good with him on the floor last game as the with the bench rotation being Walker Kessler at the center position. Kerr seems hell-bent on playing Paula Bancaro. And I get it. He gives you some versatility, some ability to shoot from the perimeter, but he made some costly mistakes in this game. He just looks a little out of sorts. I, and I don't think I like Paulo Bancar. I think he's a very, very good player. He's very talented. Um, I think he's being asked to play a role. That's just slightly outside of his wheelhouse. Like, I think he may get there eventually, but right now, man, I think I'd rather have Walker Kessler's rim protection out there on the floor. Yeah, I think I agree, especially with some of the stuff that they, want to do i think i agree with you that just put walker kessler out there i won't go as far as to say that paulo is um overrated or anything but mm -hmm. like i just don't think that his skill set they, they've utilized it properly personally so i got philip in the chat says why is edwards taking 21 shots because he was the guy right like so here's here's the thing like you can look at a stat sheet and the stat sheet will tell you so much Right. And you can see so many shot attempts and, and all of that kind of stuff. But there's also there's a rhythm. There's a life to every single game that we watch. Yeah. And sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes it's sloppy. Sometimes it's chaotic. But 
there's also this just kind of energy that, that you can that you can feel that you can see out there on the floor where it, it's noticeable who's the guy right right and you see it where other players start to defer to a certain player and that was the case with Anthony Edwards tonight um, or this right. afternoon he was he was the guy that the other players on Team USA were deferring to. They were going ISO Anthony Edwards. This wasn't Anthony Edwards taking a bunch of shots that he shouldn't have taken. This was Anthony Edwards doing what Team USA was asking him to do and doing what, especially once we got into the second half, you could see the rest of the team was trying to find him with the basketball because they wanted to let him go and do his thing. This was not Anthony Edwards being selfish. That's not the vibe. That's not the way this game played out. No, not whatsoever. And he had the hot hand. He was after that stretch where Austin and Tyrese really carried. It was really Anthony Edwards. He was the offense. And I mean, Trevor, if you look down this team mm-hmm. in the NBA, at least, who's the best player? Um, in the in the NBA overall, big picture, big the picture, whole NBA best player. On this or just team. on this team? Oh, on oh, this just team. On, on this team. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Oh, it's Anthony Edwards. That that, that kind of I think okay. that validates him. E- even if you are upset. And then honestly, the second best player here, I would say is probably Halliburton. Right? I mean, you could argue yeah. a couple other guys, but I'd go Halliburton. So I, I don't really care about Ant taking the shots, especially because a lot of them were were shots I'm fine with, especially when he's uh especially when you're hitting them and you're feeling it. So I, I feel, I feel just fine with his shot diet tonight. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No problems whatsoever with what Anthony Edwards did. I mean, obviously I thought he had a phenomenal, phenomenal performance. And Wolves fans should be thrilled with what they're seeing that not only is just as we're talking about how Austin Reeves more than fits in with a group, this talented Anthony Edwards, clearly being the guy on a group, this talented Wolves fans have got to be so excited seeing what yeah. they're seeing here and seeing other players that are this good deferring to him. That's really impressive. That's really impressive. Yeah. Uh, Ricky said Reeves concern and hustle when Edwards hit the floor was awesome. Halliburton and Reeves just bring so much energy, effort and team depth credit to Steve Kerr for the fourth quarter, small ball lineup. He was, he did actually play with some size for a bit there in the fourth quarter when he had Bobby Portis out there and Jaron Jackson Jr. But then he yeah. did close with a smaller lineup and it worked to his credit. It worked. I was a little bit concerned, but it worked. But Sean, we joked about this over on playback because we had the, the game live there, um, which by the way is a great place to come and watch all Lakers games with us next season. Come join us yep. over on playback. Um, but Sean, we joked that as Austin Reeves was picking up Anthony Edwards on, on off the floor, was he, Reeves was probably whispering to Edwards, come to the Lakers, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how this stuff happens. Team USA, it's the it is the the melting pot for uh the formation of new super teams. And yeah. I'm hopefully Austin is making really good friends with everybody and is gonna recruit some people to come to LA. Austin be best of friends with Mikel. I need you to buddy buddy up with Tyrese and buddy buddy up with uh, Anthony Edwards and Paulo. Yeah, we'll build we'll yep. build you a statue if you could do one of those things. For sure, for sure, that would be you get get this next team. Ooh, could be good. You get could Ant and Tyrese good. in here. Oh yeah, go ahead. Where you want your statue at, Austin? <laughs> yep, David tampering season. Yep, let's go. Yep. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, um, 
Austin, but I agree. I think the energy is great with Halliburton and, and Austin out there on the floor, out there on the floor. Um, Sean, I don't want to step on the toes of the video you and I recorded last night on Austin Reeves and his growth. I'm going to drop that a little later this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, watching Austin here with Team USA, how big do you think this is for his growth? I think it's, I think it's good, you know, just for him to get, you know, more reps playing with high level players and getting these big game moments or, you know, comeback stretches where again, like we, we, we've talked about the whole show. It was him and Halliburton that kind of kickstarted that run because it was a point. I think team USA got down. What was it? 16, 17. We were like, yeah, this yeah. game is over. And Austin and Halliburton come in. Austin's a couple of shots. Halley goes on that stretch where he hits like three threes in a row. And I really, really love the connector nickname. So whoever gave that to Austin, you know, tip of the hat. Where's my hat? Tip of the hat to you. Um, But because that that really is a great way to summarize Austin is you put him on a team with a bunch of stars. I think Austin would be just fine where he gets to be that connector piece where it's a couple of times you'll go drive and kick one more to Austin. He can be that connector to drive it right back in there and get that open kick out three. Shoot mm-hmm. himself, get to the rim himself. I, I really don't think there's a gaping flaw in his offensive game. And, you know, it's really, really fun. And it's going to be really, really fun to see Austin Reeves next season. Yeah, as uh, Manny says, can't wait to see 30-plus minutes of Reeves. Yeah, I mean, when we're when we're making our rotations, and we did our big rotation for Denver and, and things like that already, but when we'll do a small rotation in the future, when we're doing those rotation videos, it's hard not to have Austin playing like 35 minutes a night because he just yeah. fits so well in every lineup. Yeah. I mean, well, in the first rotation, I think he played 36 minutes. Last one, he was 34, 35. Yeah. So, yeah. Give Austin. If Austin Reese says, I can play 44 minutes. Okay, that's a bit much in the regular season. But still, like, give him all the minutes. All of them. Up to 38. That's probably the max, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, you got to be careful. Although it's careful. crazy when you look, Sean. You know, this is this is another rabbit hole that I don't know if we want to fully go down right now. But one of the things that's interesting is like you go back and you look at, uh, you look at like medical technology and where we're at now, right? And, and how much we know about the human body and all that kind of stuff, and how like players understand how important sleep is. Players are eating exactly the right things and, and all that kind of stuff. And yet right. we still have guys missing tons of games due to injury. We still have, you know, we still have load management. And then you go back and you look at 23 years ago. I look at the 1999-2000 season and here's Shaq at 27 years old playing in 79 games. Right. So no load management there. He missed two games and he was playing 40 minutes a night on average, average 40 minutes a night. It's like, that, that you see stuff like that of. and it's like, that's, whoa. And then yeah. we're talking about 35 minutes a night. Maybe that's, you know, on the high end or whatever for Austin Reeves. Yeah. 40 minutes a night, 76 games in your prime is unheard of nowadays. And then you go on to win a championship. Yeah. That year. One of the greatest teams ever. Yeah, you go on to win uh, championship. I'm thinking of year, 2001, so. but still same thing. But no, still, still, you're 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 not wrong. So it's just interesting. We look at, at player longevity and and all of that. But um, but regardless, 
yeah, I do think when we're looking at Austin, we're looking at LeBron, we're looking at AD. Yeah, they're all seeing north of 30 minutes. Is anybody else on the team? Is there anyone else that you'd pencil, pencil in for more than 30 minutes on the roster? More than 30? No. There's a couple Probably of guys not. that, based off of our previous rotations, are going to get close, and on some nights we'll crack it. Like, D'Lo eventually will crack it. Um, Rui's going to crack it, I think, at some point. I think we've got him around 25 to 28 most of mm-hmm. our rotations. But there's going to be a game where he's playing lights down. He's going to get 30. That's about it, honestly. I don't even think Gabe would crack 30 unless you we saw a bunch of D'Lo Gabe backwards, which is why I don't really think we're going to get a ton of D'Lo 30-minute 30 I mean, 30 nights because you got him, Gabe. I, I'm starting to get more and more convinced, Trevor, that Austin will get some point guard minutes. Um, and okay. obviously, that's going to eat at D'Lo's minutes a ton, but... Yeah, I only think there's a few guys that we can see hitting 30 relatively consistently. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you will have. Personally, I'm the shopper right i look around a lot of different places trying to make sure i'm getting the best deal particularly when it's a bigger purchase which well tickets to a sporting event they usually are so i shop around to a lot of different places so game time takes away my stress when i'm shopping for tickets because they offer a lowest price guarantee which is absolutely phenomenal so it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason You get images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect. No surprises. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds. And because of that game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time credits you 110% of the difference. Think about that. That's how convinced game time is that they will offer you the lowest price they offer that guarantee that way you can buy with confidence and avoid that stress the tickets get sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your email or anything like that you get them right to your phone so snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use the code lakers nation for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code Lakers Nation for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And I. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need eye mask, neck pillow, T Mobile, headphones. Wait, T Mobile? You bet. Free in flight Wi Fi, 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at tmobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. I think that speaks to the depth of this Lakers team. I think that's, yeah. certainly, that's certainly part of it is this Lakers team is so deep. That I don't, I think they've got a lot of different players that deserve minutes. And so therefore guys getting more than 30, it's going to be, going to be difficult. All right, Sean, I got to show you something here. Oh boy. So no, no, it's good. It's good. It's good in, uh, in a Schadenfreude kind of way, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. 
I'm probably not. But anyways, okay. do you know what that is? No. It's like taking joy in the misfortune of others, right? <laughs> so like, okay. like if the Clippers go out there and shoot two for 35 from three. Right. I'm going to feel good. Right, right. I'm gonna, I'm uh, gonna feel. Is this good. Pelicans related? No, this is not Pelicans related. This is Celtics related. Uh, are they upset that they paid Jalen Brown three hundred five no, million dollars? Check, check this out. Okay. Here's Bill Simmons on Twitter. San Antonio not maxing Reeves gets dumber every week. Congrats on saving that cap space for Teddy Osman and Cameron Payne. He was begging. San Antonio to make the Lakers pay more for Austin Reeves and is so mad that the Lakers were able to get Austin on the contract that they did. So that's his reaction to today's uh, team USA game is that he's upset that the, the Spurs did not give Austin a hundred million dollar offer. What's crazy is they have Devin Vassell, who is also really, really good. Like unless you get, unless you get a new point Austin there, like, shrug and then especially if the logic is hey we're gonna make the lakers pay just to pay we don't even really want them for real well that's just stupid because then if austin goes then you realize oh crap we just paid a hundred million dollars for a dude we don't even know if we fully want him or not so <laughs> <laughs> thanks bill simmons <laughs> bill simmons getting mad at lakers success is always a treat yes and yes indeed yeah. yes indeed look then here's here's the thing too like if you're logic. if you're mad about this why is no one mad at at uh, the Herb Jones situation? It's the exact same thing. Why is no one mad that San Antonio didn't max Herb Jones this summer? Yeah. Oh, how much? Herb wait, Jones. how much did he get paid? Same as Austin. Oh, heard, 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 heard. Yeah, I mean, and Herb Jones is one of the best defensive players in the league. He's a really good wing defender and, and all of that. And. I don't hear anybody complaining that, oh, man, they should have done this. It's just the Laker hate that's out there. At, uh, but I got, I got to say, seeing Bill Simmons angry over the Lakers' success, is, uh, it, it's a good thing. It's so fun. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, four-year, 54 mil, which yeah. was a really good deal. I don't remember if he got a player option on the final year or not on that. No. Austin did. I believe he did he, if he didn't, he should have. You think so? Herb Jones? Yeah. He's good. He is. He's really good. He's really good. I like him and that they're young cores actually. Like not even the stars, but like Trey Murphy, Jordan Hawkins, Dyson Daniels, Herb Jones. Those are four potential quality role players. Mm-hmm. Well, Herb and Trey, I think we already know what they are. It's just the other two. Yeah. Yep. I'd agree with that. But Anyway, wanted to just put up some some Bill Simmons tears on here as he's upset. And Bill Simmons is great. You know, I mean, I know he's a Celtics guy and everything like that, but fantastic writer and, and all of that. But Trevor, it's a little funny. It's a little funny when he's playing, upset about the Lakers. Playing a very sad song on the world's smallest violin for Bill Simmons. Oh, there's there still go, a Bill. clip going on. I like that. The tiny violin. There's still that clip that goes around about... Um, with fans heckling Bill Simmons after the Lakers beat the Celtics in, in 2010 in Game 7 because he was at the game. <laughs> he was at the... Oh, I remember that now. I think they yeah. panned to him once. Yep. That's awesome. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Well, man, that was... 
For the last tune-up game, which, by the way, now Team USA, the games count for real. This was an exhibition game, but they did not play this like an exhibition game. Both sides played this game to win. But for the last tune-up game, you couldn't ask for much better. You got a team that really pushed the USA, that really made them work, that made the problem solve on the fly. Ultimately, the U.S. won, but gave them a real test here. And that was great to see. And it's big that Austin, that Austin was one of the key guys that got turned to for Team USA down the home stretch. We know he's going to be a big part of the Lakers offense as well. Sean, you know, one of the things I've been looking for too is Austin Reeves handling the ball and pick and roll. Yeah. And he didn't get to do it a lot. He hasn't gotten to do it as much as I was hoping he would against with Team USA. But the one one of the possessions where he did, he had that incredible pass to uh, Paulo Bancaro on that backdoor cut. Yeah. Like I think that I think that is going to be a big part of the blueprint for the Lakers this season is Austin Reeves handling the ball and pick and roll. Yes, sir. We talk about that a ton too in the uh, Austin Reeves video, talking yeah. about his growth and yeah, I'm super super excited for Austin next season. Just can't wait. We got what? How many more days now, Trevor? You've been keeping track. Forty eight, I believe. I actually forgot to put out the tweet last night. I was so engrossed in fantasy drafts and all that stuff. I didn't put it out last night, so I actually missed today, which shame on me. But I believe we're at, oh, no, wait, we'd be at 47 now today. So it's coming. We're getting there. We're almost there. Preseason coming up. Yes, sir. All right. Well, everybody, you guys know we come on here. We do these postgame wrap-ups with Team USA. Typically, don't go quite as long as we do for like a normal full-length podcast, but did want to get this out here because it really was a thrilling win. Team USA beating Germany. Uh, the comeback, Austin Reeves playing a big role in that and getting to see um, getting to see such a great performance from Anthony Edwards as well. This was a lot of fun, fun game. And now we head off to the FIBA World Cup coming up next Saturday. But thank you, everybody, for coming in. Thank you for joining us. Sean, thanks for hopping on. This was fun. Absolutely. All right, everybody, make sure you do subscribe to the Lakers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that like button as well, of course. And then over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you follow the Lakers Nation podcast as well. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe.